every once in a while, I decide not to have a central theme for this podcast. Sometimes it's more fun to share some random thought about the state of the industry, audition issues, or just plain old advice about show business. Today is just such a day. Random thoughts on an acting career on this episode of Casting Actors Cast. It's time for another episode of Casting Actors Cast, insights for actors from a casting director. Each week, we show you how to advance your talent and your career with practical tips, advice, and positivity. Here he is, your host, Jeffrey Dreisbach. Well, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Casting Actors Cast. I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach. I'm a casting partner with McCorkle Casting in New York. I hope you're having a good day. I'm having a good day. I'm feeling much, much better after a not-so-great uh, holiday. <laughs> and so I'm really glad to be back and to share some information with you. But first, this is that moment of the podcast where I get to say thank you for tuning into Casting Actors Cast. It's a real pleasure to be able to bring these episodes to you. If you are interested in getting some more information or maybe some freebies, like how about a free book on doing voiceover work? Or how about a 20-minute video on casting secrets, what they don't tell you? Now, if that wasn't a, a big enough dangling of a carrot, I don't know what is. And all you have to do to get that information is that, and that book and that, that video is simply go to castingactorscast, all one word, dot com. There you're going to find some more information about the podcast, but there's a form that says dive into the talent pool. Simply fill out that form and that's going to open up a menu of some of these freebies for you. Also, please know that I keep show notes in the form of a blog on the website as well. So if you're interested in getting the notes that I use to to do these podcasts, you might want to consider having those notes in front of you. Sometimes the episodes are very dense with information, and it might be of help to you to go ahead and download that PDF of that particular show. And so corresponding show notes can be found on the website as well, Casting Actors Cast. Finally, since it's a new year, it would be so amazing and helpful if you would consider leaving a thumbs up, a like, perhaps even a review, uh, especially on like iTunes, for example. The show is doing really well and I'm just thrilled. But you know what? It really does help get more people involved if you go ahead and, and leave a nice kind word or a review or a thumbs up, something that can help us along. So if you've been helped by this podcast in any way, that's the only thing I ask for in return. Uh, finally, my shout out to my good friends at Actors Connection. ActorsConnection.com is a great place for you to find out about all of their virtual classes. Everything is virtual now, which is really great because you could be anywhere in the world and you can be learning from active working professionals in the industry at ActorsConnection.com slash New York. Hello to Colleen and Tony. All right, I think I've done all of the housekeeping I need to do. And I did mention this in the last podcast, but I just wanted to um, reiterate that this called the A1 conference. It was held. It was held in um, uh, in Connecticut, and it was an amazing, um, really just an amazing conference. It's a four day conference uh, taking place at uh, uh, Norwalk, Connecticut. <laughs> Sorry, my mind just went. See, I'm still like in a fuzzy COVID brain a little bit. So sometimes I just like draw a blank. I hope that that goes away and not an indication of things to look forward to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway, 
Um, so Norwalk, Connecticut's the Norwalk Conservatory. They had this A1 conference. And boy, was it just great. I was really uh, excited and thrilled and, and humbled to be invited to do a couple of workshops there, as well as to watch several actors audition for the program. And these are college and university students from across the country. Many of them are uh, underclass people. Um, in other words, they're not graduating seniors yet. They might be underclass, but boy, uh, the talent was amazing and being able to meet and work with some of these students was really a lot of fun. So that my, sh my shout out to the A1 conference. And uh, I really think that they're doing an amazing job. Also, the A1 conference has theaters audition the actors at the same time. So whether it's um, like uh, Walt Disney World or Cedar Point or any of those uh, theme shows or summer stock, summer theaters, or other theaters across the country are being represented there. And so actors really have an opportunity to audition in one place for a lot of different organizations. So that's pretty cool too. So you might want to check out for a future reference. It happens once a year. It's called the A1 Conference. And so I wanted to kind of pull from that experience for today's episode and just give you some of the common questions that I get um, and also some of the observations I made as a result of this A1 conference. So it's not all about that, but it is sort of, it stimulated me to say, you know what, I just want to do some random thoughts that I think might be helpful for actors, especially as we're starting a new year. Things are happening now. We're getting geared up for a couple of films that are going to be um, shooting in just a handful of weeks at McCorkle Casting. We're also getting ready for our summer seasons of Contemporary American Theater Festival, Barrington Stage Company, The Guthrie. So all of these theaters, as well as our film projects, uh, continue to just astound and amaze. So that's why I wanted to come up with these kind of random thoughts and see if any of these might apply to you. And if they do, I would love for you to let me know that it might have been some help to you. So here's one, and let's just start off by this. And this is the common questions I get, both when I'm doing or teaching or just from actors who are emailing me. And I'm going to sum up this question um, in sort of a single phrase. And that single phrase I get all the time is, how do I get an agent? How do I get an agent? And what's interesting to me is that I think actors already know the answer. <laughs> I think it's really kind of a, um, an interesting question that gets asked all the time. Almost every class I teach, I get that question. Now, I understand the need for the question, um, but I also get questions that are similar along the lines of, do I need an agent in order to have an acting career? And that's another question that I get, but it's in the similar vein, yeah? So my answer is a simple one, and that is, it's simple because it's about networking. And I know we all hate the word. Some of us have really good networking skills. Others of us do not. But it really is a matter of having somebody who represents actors as part of their job as a, as a rep for actors. You, they need to see you act. So how do you get an acting job if you don't have an agent? Well, that's the big conundrum, isn't it? It's really about getting into a showcase. It's really about um, getting cast in something where you can invite an agent to, whether it's an off-off-Broadway show or whether you're auditioning for whatever. Um, it's also a referral scenario. And that means that if you work with a casting director who genuinely likes your work, 
you know, a casting director can, if they are so inclined, pick up the phone and go ahead and make an introduction on your behalf. That happens. And so networking is not just you trying to get to be signed by an agent. It really is a matter of understanding the way the business works to the best of your ability and staying open to all of those potential opportunities that might present themselves. Maybe you best friends with an actor who already has an agent and maybe they would make a referral for you. You see what I'm saying? There's just all kinds of ways that you can do it. I can tell you for sure one of the least uh, effective ways of getting somebody to represent you and your talent is emailing them saying that you're looking for representation and sending them a picture and a resume and hope that that's going to get you somewhere. I'm not saying it's like not going to happen. I can't say that. I don't know. But I can say that it's probably the least attractive method for you to be spending your time and um, getting your hopes up. It's so much better if you are working. It's so much better if it's a referral from somebody else. If you're doing classes with an agent who's also a good teacher or a casting director, those are the ways in which you can meet those people. So that's like uh, the number one <laughs> random thought that I have is stop asking the question and really understand that like any business and any relationship, it takes time. And the more educated you are about the kind of agents you were looking for, um, IMDB, IMDB Pro are really great resources for getting that information. That will put you in the right place to approach this in a professional way. Here's another random thought. Embrace collaboration. This is kind of an interesting um, thought because I see so many times actors are out to sort of try to show how they are unique and they're special and they have an agenda in terms of the way they want their careers to run, any of those things. And you know what? I appreciate that. But I think what is in, um, undeniable is that many times actors are so focused on who they are in that environment that they neglect to really embrace what a collaboration is. See, when a casting director brings you in for an audition, that's immediate collaboration between somebody who believes you can play the part, the casting director, and you. And so understand that the collaborative effort is unlike any other art form, in my opinion. For example, an artist uh, who paints is someone who has their tools, has their easel, and they have their own creative imagination that they can explore and make all kinds of interesting creative decisions. The art of acting has to include those who can help you with opportunities to act. And so when you're working with a director, when you get cast, when you work with a producer, uh, when you are on stage working with other actors, everything becomes a collaborative effort. And so when you are starting out as a professional, it's important to know that you as an individual is one thing, but you are also part of a larger goal, part of a larger scheme, part of a larger universe in which everyone is working towards the same goal. So embrace collaborations. <clears throat> Here's another random thought. There are no secrets to success. <laughs> 
sorry. I wish I had all the answers, but guess what? No one has all the answers. How is it that some actors achieve some level of success and then other actors don't? Uh, I don't know. I mean, we could talk about right place, right time. We could talk about the energy you put out into the universe. You know, we can, we can just kind of intellectualize our way through an argument about how to be successful or not. Uh, we can project ourselves. Uh, we can ascribe to certain philosophies, whatever it is. But in my experience now, in, uh, in the time that I've been doing this, both as an actor and now in casting, is that there are no real secrets. It just happens that for some actors, they show up, they do their best, and then they keep on moving forward. It seems to be that if there's a secret to be had out of that, that's the secret. It's just simply showing up, doing the best that you can in every opportunity that you have. And then you hope for the best. But during that journey, what is more important is that you stay in touch with why you want to be an actor in the first place. Understand that that feeling that you told yourself at an early age, this is what I would really like to do. Or even at a later stage in your life, say, you know, I've always wanted to act. Just be in touch with the reason that you said that to yourself. Um, and you're going to take that advice about having no secrets to success uh, a little less painfully, and you're going to probably embrace a brighter future for yourself. So let's move on. Another random thought. I don't think many, I don't think a lot of actors, I think many actors do not invest in what is actually happening in film and TV and in theater. What do I mean by that? So during COVID, what were you binging on? What did you watch? Now, next question. What did you watch that made you say, oh, you know what? I see myself doing that project. Excellent. That's a great question. And then, of course, you went and found out who that casting director was for that project, right? <laughs> see what I'm saying? You probably didn't do that. And that's what I'm talking about. Being curious about what's happening within the industry is going to help shape and define the way in which you approach the work. And I think that sometimes, not all the time, and I don't mean to be generalizing here, but I think actors are sometimes very, very lazy. They, they are focused on themselves. They're focused on their own process. They're focused on who they meet as opposed to understanding what is happening out there and how do you see yourself in that environment. So please, stay curious. That applies to film and television as well as theater. Now, I mentioned this in last week's podcast, but here's another random thought. School is over when you declare yourself a professional actor. Now, I don't mean to say that your learning should stop. I think actors should be in classes for and workshops and taking scene study and doing whatever you can to stay fresh and current. But literally, that mentality that students have has to be eliminated from your thought process. For example, you're not being graded. An audition is not a test. It's part of the job. And so when you declare yourself a professional, for example, if you are a senior and you're going to be doing a showcase this spring in New York, that's your coming out party. That's your party that says, I am now a professional. Then be a professional. 
be careful about staying in that safer place when you were a student and all you needed to do was just focus on your studies, focus on the way in which you are working on a role, focus on the current play you've been cast in in school, um, because it changes rather dramatically. And I think a lot of actors do not embrace the new reality about being a professional because a lot of things change and sometimes it can feel overwhelming. But just remember, school's over and you're now a professional. And so the professional lens is something that you must polish and really embrace, in my opinion. This brings me to my next point, which is um, another random thought, I guess, which is please try to understand what you have control over and what you have no control over. Now, I know it's an easy thing to say, um, but it took me many, many years as an actor to really understand what did I have control over? How could I control the situation? And what did I have control over versus what I know I have no control over? And being able to walk away from what you don't have control over is very, very healthy. What you can control is how you feel about any situation you find yourself in how you feel about your work as an actor. And if you don't feel good about yourself as an actor, then you must do things to help you feel good about being an actor. It's really simple. What you have control over versus knowing what you have no control over can be a huge life lesson. That can make a difference in an acting career. I've seen it firsthand. Here's another random thought. Every choice you make can help or hurt your opportunities as an actor. And guess what? That's okay. Now, here's an example. I had an actor approach me and say, I'm a, a, a waitress at a restaurant and I'm just finding it more difficult, although I'm making good money and I'm able to pay my rent here in New York, which is no small feat. Um, I'm able to... Um, feel really good about myself in this world, but I'm just having a hard time getting up in the morning and being ready for auditioning and being ready to face the day as an actor. And more and more, my energy and time is spent at the restaurant. And that's frustrating. Well, here's the thing. You had to make the choice about survival, right? It's now just a matter of giving yourself a hug and saying, you know, that's okay for now. As long as you have the perspective of that, then I think it's going to work out the way it's supposed to. And that is things happen that take you out of giving your all to everything all the time. You just can't do that. But once you have an understanding, then the priorities kind of fall much better into place. And perhaps it's now just working at the restaurant not as much. Perhaps it's changing the schedule a little bit so that you can feel ready for those auditions that come up. Those are the kind of things that really go to choice. And everything that you can do can either help or hurt your career. Ask yourself those questions. When you find yourself confronted with choices, in what way could this help me? In what ways could this hurt me? Another random tip, use, use this phrase, I think. Please, I think it's really helpful. Give time time. It takes time to develop relationships with casting directors. It takes time to develop relationships with agents. It takes time to really come to a good understanding about a particular way of performing. 
Um, you don't just show up at the audition and know how to tap dance. That ability to show that you can tap dance has culminated in months or years of being in tap class. You understand. But giving time time is a way of giving you an out without having to beat yourself up. Let's move on from there. Another random thought. Uh, this is something that I think I wish I had done. I don't think, I know, I and I wish that I had done when I was acting. And that is, after every audition, I think it's important to notate all of the choices that you made for that audition. So that means, I mean, I, I know actors who write down what the weather was that day, <laughs> that they had an audition. When I mean notate your audition choices, I mean, how did you approach the role? What, what choices did you make? What was your attitude? What was your emotional uh, uh, vocabulary for that particular role? What was the intention of the scene that you did? Making a few notes is so incredibly helpful. So I want you to really consider writing down every audition or even every performance, whether it's in class or in an audition. Why? Here's one, callback. If you got a callback from that audition, you now have a reference point to go back to when you're preparing a callback. How about when you book the job? Knowing what choices you made, because maybe the audition was three months ago, and now you got a call saying, yes, we'd like to book you for this job. Oh my goodness, what did you, <laughs> what did you do? So that's really an excellent way, I think, of, of something tangible that can help you. Um, it also, also just is a good reference point for future auditions. Once you've made some interesting choices and that audition was successful or you felt really successful in that audition, now, now you can go back and use that as a reference. Another thought, and this is true of this conference that I attended, watching these auditions, it must have been 100 or 100 plus auditions that I watched, is that every audition was too damn fast. It was too fast. I have yet to see an audition go too slow. Seriously. I've seen auditions get boring very quickly. But as long as something is happening, and as long as I can see and experience and have some empathy with what the character is going through, then there's no pace issue. But somewhere along the lines, especially for younger actors, there's this thing like, oh, I only have a minute, 30 seconds to deliver this monologue. And so it's more important to hit the timestamp than it is to making moments. <laughs> Every audition, um, this, these are monologues particularly, is just too fast. Um, you're processing it on your own brain speed as opposed to being in the moment, being in the real situation that the character is finding themselves in. So please take a note of that. Uh, please take your time. Be interesting. Let me see the wheels turning. Um, it's not just about the eyes, but the eyes are attached to a brain. So the pacing of the work becomes absolutely critical between understanding if it's truthful or not. Too fast is not truthful. Another random thought. You are enough. <laughs> Another random thought. Please remember the joy of performance. Why are you an actor? 
Here's another random thought. Seek out other actors so that you have someone to play with. You know, as an actor, sometimes I found it to be very isolating. I felt very much alone, even though I could go to class or even though, but ultimately it fell upon my shoulders to get the job done, to get the work done. If I had just really invested a little more time in having good, solid friendships and relationships with other actors, I think my entire experience might have been better, might have been, and I'm not saying it was bad, I'm just saying I think it would have been enriched in myriad ways. So a suggestion I make and a random thought is just please try to make friends with other actors, someone that you can play with. Here's another random thought. Agents, casting directors, producers, directors, guess what? Surprise, surprise. They are all human beings. Those folks are not challenges to your career. They're there to help you. Believe me, anytime you come into an audition, that producer, that director, that casting director wants you to book the job. They want you to be the answer to their worry about who are they going to cast in this part. So have a healthy perspective about that. Uh, sometimes casting directors are given sort of this uh, more important status. You know, they're treated like, oh, you've got to be really, it's a casting director. It's like we're standing in the way of your career. <laughs> Nothing could be further from the truth. We're all just trying to slug it out, put the work in, try to be creative with our choices, have fun while doing it. And I know I'm sounding a little Pollyanna, but you know that I'm right. You know what I'm saying. Another random thought, auditions are not events. They're part of the job description. They are part of the job description. Moving on from there, please reevaluate your audition wardrobe. Uh, I saw a lot of people who didn't spend enough time looking at themselves in the mirror with the choices that they were wearing. I do not need to see bare midriffs in an audition. I do not need to see somebody who didn't give a hoot about what they were wearing. Uh, so you understand where I'm coming from. I don't want you to, to dress in character, but I really want you to wear clothing that makes you feel appropriate for the character you are playing. If you feel like the clothing you're wearing is helping you achieve that quality of character that you're looking for in who you're playing, then you're making a good choice. But please, I think everyone needs to reevaluate their audition wardrobe. Finally, if you're going to beat yourself up, Please use a feather. You know, good work is its own reward. And so to beat yourself up, to sort of tell yourself that you're not good enough, to give yourself advice about, boy, you really messed up that, you didn't make any of the choices you rehearsed, any of that stuff. Please just remember that good work is its own reward. Uh, surviving an audition and saying I was a little le less nervous at this audition than I was at the one before. You see, getting cast, in my opinion, is the professional step that actors need to make. But it is really more, in my mind, an icing on the cake. And you've already made a delicious cake. So understand that the perk of acting is getting the job. The acting itself 
is its own reward. Now, these are not just sayings to make your day better. Honestly, I don't mean to, to sort of be dismissive by giving you these little catchphrases. But you know what? These random thoughts seem to have one thing in common, and that is acceptance. Understanding what you can control to what you cannot control is the ultimate reward to a successful, creative, collaborative acting career. Now, please, let me know if this was helpful to you. Please go to castingactorscast at gmail.com and let me know. I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach, and this is Casting Actors Cast. Thank you for joining Casting Actors Cast. Please don't forget to review, like, and share Casting Actors Cast wherever you get your patios, podcast videos. Thanks. I'm Megan Grace Martinez.